Not much, buddy. So, real real quick before we have our guest, because we were supposed to start recording five minutes ago, but James is a lazy person. Um, there's a video that's going around on social media, and, of course, Rex Chapman, you know, I'm not sure if he, how, how he got the video, but it's out there. Uh, traffic stop. Apparently, the guy had the gun. Guy's white. Cop is holding his hand with the door open. Another cop behind him. The guy not only moves his hand. It's a whole minute long video. Then he closes his door. 35 seconds into the video. Then he's saying that he's going to drive away. And towards the last two, three seconds of the video... He does do that. He does drive away. And he he's a white man. If he was black, he's forced out of his car, or he's shot, he's never even allowed to close a door. And if he succeeds at closing his door, he's getting shot, or the door is getting ripped open, and he's getting thrown out of the car. And... The video ends with him pulling away, driving away, but if the driver was also black, the cops are most likely shooting at the car, or they're shooting at the tires to stop the car. Um, so, this whole thing just has to stop. As a white man, it makes me sick seeing that people just get taken advantage and getting let off. So, what do you think about this? It, it's really upsetting, man. Like, when is it going to stop? When is this going to stop? Why, why is it that every time we have to talk and then we, there's always videos of this happening all the time? It always has to do with, you know, happening to, an, on, to, to a black guy. It's always like this. Like, this has to stop. I feel like when, it's going to be the same thing all over again. When is it going to stop? Sad part is, man, I don't think it ever is going to stop. And that's sad because at some point it's like, I don't even know what to say because at this point it's, I'm getting tired. At some point, at some point, it's getting tiring. That's all we can do. This has to stop. That's all I gotta say. Because there's really nothing else I can elaborate more. Because the more this, the more things change. The other, the the rest remain the same. So not great. And you know, it's not even just one one specific city. It's just that everywhere. You know what? If if you're doing wrong, you're doing wrong. If you're doing right, you're doing right. There's, there's, that's it. There shouldn't be no difference in skin color. There's, there should be no difference. You know, that's, that's, that's how that should be. Um, we're about to have on a great guest. UGN couldn't play today, so no one got to see Sarah Fuller take two. That sucks. And uh, you know, there will be a lot of NFL football to talk about. And, uh, our guest is also a Patriot fan, too, so that's, uh, 
that's a plus, you know, that uh, put, puts a smile on my face. So unfortunately, Vanderbilt and you know University of Georgia couldn't play today. But uh, how has your Saturday been going so far? I've done nothing but watch college football. I just got done watching Coastal Carolina upset BYU, and that was pretty awesome. And now I'm seeing Alabama just kind of run over LSU, and so it tells me everything is right in the world. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on? This is James, the other half of the sports news. First off, how has your day been going, you know, besides watching the great college football, other than um, Coastal Carolina upsetting BYU, how has everything else been going on? I'm pretty good, you know, just trolling sexist men on the internet. <laughs> now, now, I, I, I gotta get into that before we get into, like, the fun stuff, but, like, it's always seems, I gotta ask your opinion on this, because, of course, as a female that loves sports, it's always the sexist men, or the men with under 100 follow count, that seems to, like, always want to start the whole, like, sexist thing, like, oh, women, women should be watching splash and blah, blah, blah. It just seems like those losers want to have, like, want to get their 15 minutes of fame because they want to feel better about themselves. Because we all know they're 45 years old, they live in their mom's basement, and they're just like, Ma, hey, Ma, I, I need some shit. I gotta go show people on the internet. So what's your thought? Like this dude, I, I tweeted about Jamie Erdahl and her impromptu play-by-play -play for the Alabama LSU game when they had technical, difficult, technical difficulties and her just having to do it. But coming from someone who has taken a broadcast class where we had to do play-by-play -play and color commentary for high school live high school football, it's not easy. And so this guy was like, well, there was no tonal this and tonal that. I'm like, dude, she's got a mask on for one. And two, she's doing the best she can. She's a sideline reporter. Like, it's, she's not supposed to be able to be good at play-by-play. -play. And he said I attacked him because I called him dude and bud. And I'm like, well, you attacked me when you didn't when you said I wasn't important. And he just tries to tell me I'm not important and all this crap. And I just think it's them trying to get under our skins. But that's where we as women in the sports industry have to have strong, you know, a strong sense of ourselves because we know what we're doing. We're, we're paid to do what, the jobs that we get. And we do a good job at them. And it's just men who have, I don't know if it's little man syndrome <laughs> or what, but it's honestly social media allowing people to have even the tiniest people have the, an opinion when they should be respecting when someone has reporter or influence in their, their bios. You know what's funny, too, is that he's so upset about dude or bud, but he'll be the same guy that says, Oh, hon, babe, go, uh, you look pretty, babe. Go, go, grab me a beer, you know? And it's like, and, and also yesterday from that guy, Talking crap about Molly just for posting a picture. Women can be attractive and watch sports. Women can be attractive and cover sports. There is no law where a woman has to be ugly to have an opinion. People that get upset, whether it's Maria Taylor showing a little bit of shoulder... You know? A shoulder man, a shoulder. <laughs> like, 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 you know, whether, whether, 
whether it's a girl posting herself in jeans, whether it's a girl posting herself in a bikini, who cares? First of all, don't save their pictures and use it on a tweet. That That's creepy, because I'm pretty sure that's not the only reason why you're saving the picture. So that's number one. So I'm sorry you ladies constantly, constantly have to go through this. And I also think another thing that has to be stopped, sending unwanted pictures and sending DMs. And then when that person chooses to screenshot that and put it out there in the world, no, no, no one gets to feel sorry for you. You don't get to ask to be taken it down because you should never press sent in the first place. Why? Why are you being a trash human being? You come from a woman. Every every man has to have a sister or an aunt or a mother or a grandmother. If you if you want them to get treated with respect and not used for sex or not get treated like shit, why can't you respect anybody else? Whether they're on Twitter or a bum on a park bench. Like, that's what's wrong with this world. No one has respect. And, especially when stupid people, last week, oh, I I hope Sarah, Sarah Fuller gets tackled by a 264-pound man. Like, like what, are we, what are we doing here? Are you so mad because she's more athletic than you? Are you so mad while you're on your couch with, with Cheeto dust on your hands saying, hey, look at this girl, she sucks. And he's like, and he's like, Four billion pounds eating, eating, eating sandwiches. Like, what the hell, man? Yeah, I just, I just think women have to work so much harder. And, and to be honest, like, just because we are a pretty face doesn't mean that we don't take the time to learn the game. We don't take the time to do our homework and stuff. And, and that's what's really frustrating is, especially with Sarah Fuller and, and men being like, oh, women don't deserve to play football. You really mean to tell me that you wouldn't want, if your daughter came to you and said, Daddy, I won't play football, you wouldn't let her? And, that, and then it just turns into, no, I probably wouldn't. And that's just like, well, that's, you're, you are preventing your daughter from chasing a dream that she has. And it's so frustrating, but at the same time, I use it as motivation because at the end of the day, I know I paid for it, what I do. I know I've done my homework. I know I've done, I'm still doing a lot of the groundwork of, of putting myself out there and really putting a mold and putting my footing in this industry. And the more sexist men there are out there, the harder I want to work to prove them wrong. So when they see me on ESPN or SEC Network one day, or even a golf channel. We'll even go that far. Like, I'm just going to be like, yeah, you remember me? Yeah, oh, now all of a sudden I'm hot, and now you won't listen to me. But five years ago, oh, I was fat and ugly, and, and I wasn't important. So you shouldn't have oh, bro, I just made you shut up. I've been doing this. I've been making men shut up. And I don't want to say just men in general, but men who are ignorant to the fact that women have an opinion when it comes to sports. Because I was about 13 years old. And so... I, my aunt taught me everything I know when it comes to being able to do my homework and stuff. My grandfather was a high school football coach, so I got the X's and O's from him. But my aunt was really influential in me being able to stand my ground. And it didn't matter what age the guy was. And so I used it as motivation, but I've, I've learned to not let it get to me. At first I used to because I wanted people to like me. It's important to be liked in this industry. But the longer I'm in it, the more I know I'm not going to please everybody, nor do I want to, especially guys like the one that's troll, trying to troll me tonight. I told her, I was like, it's my Twitter, you don't like it, unfollow me. But yeah, he still follows me and wants to 
to claim that I'm attacking him when he's the one that is attacking me. And the funny part is, like, his pinned tweet was like, why can't we be kind to each other? Oh, my it, God. It nothing good because... Wow. Oh, my God. What a hypocrite. You gotta be kidding me. So the same guy that says, why can't we be kind to each other? It's the same guy that be like, oh my god, like, why the women have to be hard and watch for us and run around? No, 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 bro. That's not how this works. That is not how this works. Is that, is that no. wild man Pammer? I'm sorry, I don't huh? know. Is that, is that, oh, oh, there it is, there it is. Wild Man Pammer. His ad is Wild yeah, Man Pammer. Can people be kind and respectful to each other? Question mark. Wait our turn in line. Don't cut people off. Use our blinkers. Regardless what we worship or do or don't believe in. Happy holidays. I love all of y'all. Go out and work killer routine. <laughs> what an idiot. Wow. Georgia 
in the Gators. I do have a lot of respect because Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts are absolutely phenomenal. I can't, I can't take away from what they have done this season. It's really awesome to see because I want that rivalry to be competitive. Even if Georgia gets beat this year, you know, next year it could be different. So I, I like seeing Florida staying competitive in the SEC. I don't want to come off as just a, a homer when it comes to Georgia. I mean, I am, but I can give credit. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, but to answer your question, I would honestly, if Clemson gets beat in the national championship game, you might see Trevor Lawrence shock the entire world and come back. And I know nobody for him to go to the NFL, but if they don't win the national championship, I think he comes back. Now, if he doesn't come back, God help him at the Jets, but. I think that kid, as long as you give him somebody to throw to, he's going to be able to find some success. Now, the Jets need to be able to have a better offensive line for him, but if, as long as he can stay healthy, that kid can make plays. He's a lot like Justin Fields in that sense. Those, those two guys, it don't matter who they're up against. They, they find ways to make plays because they're playmakers. They see the field better than anybody else in the country. So I think he does find success in the NFL wherever he ends up, if it is the Jets. Or if it's somewhere else, I kind of hope it is somewhere else. I kind of hope my path, you know, just changed for him. But who knows? If if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I don't go back to college because then he can risk injury. But I do sit out a year and take this year to hopefully COVID goes away. And you keep your body in shape and you prepare because no one no one needs this kid to get killed with the Jets. He's gonna take a lot of losses. He's not gonna have a good time. He's he's gonna have to play his games in New Jersey. I mean, no one no one needs that. You know, it's in a it's in an awful stadium. Um the head coach who might be the worst head coach in NFL history could be back. It's it's no guarantee that he's one hundred percent gone. So you know, um, that's that's just smarter. Uh, you know, how was it like going to the University of Georgia as a student? Oh, I absolutely loved it. It was my dream since I was a little bitty to go because I've always wanted to be a sideline reporter and stuff. The Grady is one of the top journalism programs in the country, so it's always a dream. But it's it's ginormous, like. I don't know if you've ever been to a game in Athens, but it's, it's a huge campus, and even though, like, it is a huge campus, I, it felt so at home, so quaint, and then, uh, all like, the three years that I was at Georgia, because I went to North Georgia, transferred into the UGA, because I graduated a year early from high school, and so I was kind of late on everything, getting deadlines and stuff, and when it came to applications, but when I got to Georgia, it was just... I felt like it was, I was at home. And then I interned with Bulldog Illustrated, a magazine and online publication there for three years. And so literally for three years, I was on the sidelines or in the press box covering Georgia football. So what a way to really kind of kickstart my journalist career by doing that. And so it made my experience at Georgia so much more fun. The Rose Bowl, the SEC championship game, uh, the Sugar Bowl games, like it was just remarkable and I, I would not ever replace that for anything in the world because those three years were some of my, the most fun that I've ever had. Well I have been to Georgia so Georgia's really loved their college football. I've been to Atlanta. Uh, I mean I, I have a kind of a, a, a love hate more hate relationship with, with the state of Georgia particularly Atlanta uh, but I do admire your your dedication to your craft at UGA, 
and the fact that you're doing great things, you know, I'm rooting for you, and I appreciate that. And, you know, you got to continue to break down barriers and continue to troll and, like, and just destroy all the sexist losers out there that think you can't do it because you're going to turn those cans into cans and you're going to be on the FCC network and ESP and all those big stuff, big stages that you're going to be like, oh, yeah, y'all made fun of me, right? Yeah, look at me now. Look at me now. Am I a joke to you now? That's going to be the most satisfying thing, honestly. It's just going to be, not even saying it right now, it's just going to be like, when I hit that moment, it's just going to be like, yeah, remember me? I, don't, I won't even have to say it, but it's just going to be like, I, I know all those assets. Well, right now, you should start just screenshotting stuff of dumb guys say, and then when you make it, just that whole day of saying, especially especially if they tweet to you how, how how big of a fan they are, right? They'll be like, oh, you're a fan now. What about uh four <laughs> years ago when you said I'm a dumb girl, or when you said because I'm a woman I can't I can't possibly know sports. That would be the best clapback ever on social media. And that would be probably retweeted a billion times, commented yes, girl, a billion times. And I, I, I think all women should do that. If I was a woman, I all I would do is screenshot. I would screenshot every DM. I would screenshot every picture. I would screenshot every comment. And I would spend my whole day of ruining everybody that does stupid like that. Because... People are getting away with too much harassment and disrespect. And you know what? If you're bold enough to press send, handle the consequences. Oh, for sure. And part of me wants to just be, I'd love to do something like that. But also part of me is just like, I'm, you know, I got to that point. Nah, you ain't worth my time. So be a fan if you want, but I'll never forget. That's one thing. Y'all got, men have got to realize. It's like, women don't forget anything. It's all matter. That is true. That is true. But, listen, listen. Like, as someone, as someone that has, was, was one of whose closest best friend is a girl, I promise you, they will bring things up from ten years ago. Like, oh yeah, James, you remember this? I'm like, it's ten years ago. Coastal Carolina might be it. I, so, in all honesty, like, dude, give Coastal Carolina a chance. They just took 
they just gave BYU everything they they had, and BYU couldn't handle it. I'd love to see them go up against an ACC school, a Big Ten school, Big 12, whoever. I mean, even if they did get beat, like I'd love to see them and see what kind of level of competition they bring to the table because their little bitty offensive line pushed over BYU's pretty decently sized offense, defensive line all night long. So I give give Coastal Carolina a chance too. But then again, wow. UCF would come out of the woodworks and be like, well, what about us? Y'all didn't give us a chance. And I'm like, oh, well, it's 2020. It's pandemic year. That's the only reason why I would give, them, give Coastal Carolina a chance in this situation. It's because in my opinion, I don't think Ohio State played enough games to really prove to them to show me that they deserve to be in the playoffs. And I'm not saying Coastal Carolina should be in the playoffs, but there's so many different moving parts in this football season that, I'm not. I'm glad I'm not on the the committee. In all honesty, I'm glad because there's so many people complaining. Oh, Georgia's Georgia should be where they were. Uh, well, shows you why BYU is ranked behind them. They got beat by Coastal Carolina. Um, I know. I do think either Florida or Texas A&M should be in the, in the final four. If, if Florida keeps it close in the SEC championship, I think they should be. But that's just. Mind thinking though, but I'd give Coach to Carolina a New Year's Day bowl for sure. Now nice. you're also you're also a New England Patriots fan and the best quarterback in in the world wow. to ever play the game of football. You know is now in Tampa, and the Patriots are you know one game away from getting to six hundred to five hundred. What do you think of this weird twenty twenty season without Tom Brady? It's a hot mess. That's what I think. <laughs> I'm so, I, you know, I've never been a huge Cam Newton fan. I've always wanted to be because he has done incredible things. But at the end of the day, I just don't know that he's getting it done. There's been injuries. There's been COVID issues. Uh, it's just not been the same, in my opinion, since Matt Patricia left on the defensive side of the ball. I kind of, since he left, since he got fired, I kind of want him to come back and touch defense again. But I was also reading something today that there are some kind of rumors in the works of picking up Tom Brady and trades from Tampa in the next couple of weeks. And I'm just like, what? Really? I don't know what any kind of like, it's how much hype there is to it, but please, I mean, bring him back. If he can play for us, <laughs> Tampa's ruining him. Tampa doesn't yeah, have oh my God. I, I, I can't believe you're a patriot. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> No, that's fine. It's cool. It's all, it's all good. I mean, Tom Brady is the GOAT. He's the best quarterback to ever play the game, and obviously we know that. But right now, for, for this, in this oh, modern God. NFL, in today's NFL, it is the changing of the guard. And as much as Brady is great, the new champ in town is my boy. The boy, my boy, my, my favorite quarterback, Patrick Mahomeboy. Mahomes, what do you think of him? He's incredible. He's just—he's so much fun to watch. You can tell. Like in my opinion, he reminds me of Tom Brady a few years ago when they were went like when they won one of their last couple of Super Bowls—not their last Super Bowl, but the two before that. When he was, you could just tell how much he enjoyed being on the field. And when Peyton Manning won his Super Bowl, just their sheer amount of love for the game. Brett Favre, too. Like, Patrick Mahomes loves football so much, and you can just see the sheer amount of joy on his face when he plays, when he's doing well. And I think that's why they're so successful, is he loves the game. His, his 
explosive wideouts, and playmakers love the game too, and they love playing for him because they know how good he is and he can get them the ball. It doesn't matter what circumstance it is. And I enjoy watching him too. I, yeah, man, I don't really like the Kansas City Chiefs all that much, but like I said earlier, game respects game, and he is the new face of the NFL. And I hell yeah. We no one, so no one likes. Because... <laughs> yeah. No, no one likes That's... the Kansas City Chiefs. They're boring. They're whack. They're lame. They're, they're you know, it's it's built around one guy. It's 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 built around one guy. If Patrick Mahomes, if Patrick Mahomes, God forbid, ever tears an ACL, how exciting! How exciting will the Kansas City Chiefs be? They are one. They are a one-trick pony. If you take away Patrick, if you take away Patrick Mahomes, they're doing nothing. Oh, Absolutely. Oh nothing. my God! Oh my God! I, I can agree with that to a certain extent because any other quarterback wouldn't be able to get the ball to the playmakers' hand, in the playmakers' hands the way that Mahomes does. Mahomes is the heart and soul of that team. This is like everybody telling Patriots fans for years and years how Tom Brady is the only thing that the Patriots got. And then, you know, you see that Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, and all them, they prove themselves that, hey, we are playmakers too. But then they go to other teams, especially Danny, and he doesn't do anything. So it comes back to, just like he said, he's like Patrick Mahomes is, is it. And just like everybody sees with the Patriots, Tom Brady was the heart and soul of that of that team. So that's kind of what Hold I'm on. going as well. Plus, plus, plus. If you, if, if you take Patrick Mahomes... If you take Patrick Mahomes away from the Chiefs, right, and if you put him on, I don't know, let's say Jaguars. Oh, he would win. No, 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 no way. No way. No way. He is not winning with the Jaguars. He has, he has, he has, you take away, you take away Travis Kelsey, you take away Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill, they're not winning. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Time, hold on. You're saying, wait a minute. You're, you're, act, you're acting as if, like, the Chiefs have, like, just nobody. Like, we're just going to forget the fact that Tyreek Hill is one of the best, one of the top five That's best receivers in the That's what I'm saying. We're going to, we're going to, we're, we're going to forget that. If we're going to forget that away, Kelsey is one of the best, is one, the, is one of the best tight ends in the That's game. That's what we're I'm gonna, saying. You're missing the that. point. You're missing the point. If you take away that's Kelsey why that's and why Hill, Kansas City is because he is the only quarterback that be, that is able to to make them look as good as they do. But if you go to well, I kind of agree with that guy. He may it may take a lot more than what it has at Kansas City to be successful in another team. But because he has Tyreek, because he has Nico, because he has the tight end, like that, they make him look good too. You know what it is? It's situation. Patch Mahomes was drafted in the best situation for him. And then they surrounded him with great talent like Nico, like Nico Hartman and, and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And, you know, and their defense is a ship. Their defense is really not that good. I mean, I know their secondary is okay. They got the Honey Badger. I know they got defensive ending in, um, in, um, in Jones. But, um, but like I said, though, Mahomes, yes, I agree. Mahomes the heartbeat. But if you put Mahomes on any team, Mahomes is still going to have the same success because he's Patrick Mahomes. Oh my he's God. the guy. He's the, go- he's the best. I want you to say game. this under oath. I want you to save this under oath to where if you say this stupid thing, you go to jail for 50 years. So are you are, are you telling me that if Patrick Mahomes is on the Jacksonville Jaguars with the exact Jaguars team they have now, are you telling yes. me that in 10 plus wins? Yes.
Exactly. It's the exact Jaguars team right now. So then, kick James in the nuts. He needs to be kicked in the nuts. James, James, hear, James, hear yourself. James, I, I want you to hear yourself. And I don't want you to say, oh, I'm just saying this to get you mad be, be, because you've said it too many times. You're saying if Patrick Mahomes is on the Jacksonville Jaguars, he's he has a Super Bowl ring. That's, that's what you're saying. Oh, a Super Bowl ring or success? What are you talking about? His, his success is he already has a championship. That's his success. So you're telling me would he have the same success if he was on the Jacksonville Jaguars? You said, you said earlier, he he do yeah. the same stuff he's doing now. Yeah, he would. He would have. He would have. He would have the same stats, but I don't know if he'll have the same accomplishments. If we're talking accomplishments, I don't think so. But I'm sure he'll put up the same numbers. Like Aaron Rodgers only has one wall. Aaron Rodgers only has one real weapon in Devontae Adams, and he has a bunch of scrubs, and he's still putting up numbers. Mahomes is not winning ten plus games with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, no, you're saying, but, I know, I know, but, but you're talking, see, I said numbers. He didn't put up the same numbers he would put up if That's it was on the Jaguars. He probably, he probably will not have the same wins. He'll, you know what, he'll, be, he'll make a lot of stats. He'll put up some nice stats. He'll, he'll, be, like, he'll, he'll, he'll be like Matt Ryan. Yeah, basically, he'll be like Matt Ryan. A lot of, a lot oh of stats, God. but no playoff victories. That's what he'll be. Mahomes has a better mind game than Matt Ryan does. The only reason why Matt Ryan is as good as he is is because he got Julio Jones. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Matt, Matt, Matt Ryan is the most mediocre, talented quarterback in the NFL, and I will stand behind that 100% to my grave. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I'm glad you said that because you know who also is a mediocre quarterback? Matthew Stafford. That's another guy. Listen, I know it hurts. I know it hurts because I know he's from Georgia. I get it. But I'm sorry, man. He's a mediocre quarterback, and I don't see the appeal. You put Matt Stafford on a different team. Just like you talked about with Mahomes. If you put Matt Stafford on a team that has an offensive line, that's got wide receivers that can actually catch his bullet passes, he'd have a hell of a lot more success than he has right now. 100%. He is, he is so much better than he is. Proved to be because 
The court literally does nothing to help him out. Literally nothing. I, I get it. I, I totally get it, and I feel... Listen, I don't hate Matt Stafford. I think Matt Stafford's a really nice guy. I mean, he's a, I think he's a border... He's a borderline Hall of Famer. Borderline. Like, I don't think he's there. But, man, Detroit really does get a lot to him, man. I mean, he's, he's, he's just... He puts up numbers, but... They're empty calorie numbers. Like he puts up all these yards and stats, but the but the team is down like twenty to three, and the game is over. So well, it's like, so it's like, man. But Matt Ryan, I agree. And Matt Ryan is the most mediocre, average quarterback that I've ever seen. He's and the fact that he and the fact that he even got to a Super Bowl is is still shocking to me, in my opinion. But they lose in spectacular fashion because, well, they're the Falcons. <laughs> Well, it's funny because I live in the state of Georgia, and I don't mind the Falcons. I respect them to a certain extent. I've just never appreciated the way that uh, Arthur Blank and Dimitrov and all them handled themselves when it comes to drafting and, and personnel and stuff when there's so many good players in their backyard that they could be trying to get. And so I've just never really ever gotten on board. But I just I don't see the hype in Matt Ryan that all these Falcons fans do. He choked in the Super Bowl, and I I, I Every time I see something about Matt Ryan as a lead, I like to talk about that Super Bowl experience because he got him. He got him. Yeah, the whole first half, and then he just choked in the second. He just, he just was like, oh, mm-mm, not gonna do it. Not gonna happen. Matt Stafford has forty-three thousand nine hundred and one yards, two hundred and seventy-four oh, touchdowns, one forty-two picks, and his career pass rating is eighty-nine point six. Well, all right, you're right. I was wrong. Like listen, like I said, like I, I don't hate, I don't hate Matt Stafford at all. I, I, I but he's just, again, he's just, he's on. Listen, Detroit, Detroit does that to you. Detroit literally does that to you. If you play for a team like Detroit, this is what they do to you. They literally destroy you, and it's sad. And it's really sad. I, it's sad because Matt Stafford's a really nice guy. He's a good guy, but man. Man, that Detroit State is going to follow him for the rest of his career. Yeah, but the thing is, they won't let him go anywhere, you know. Yeah, man, I mean, look look, look at the great players in Detroit. Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, some of the greatest players in Detroit history. And they had to retire early because Detroit beats the career out of you. It's really sad. It's really, really sad. Now, now sticking with football, now... Who do you think in the NFL is the best? Who is the best team in the NFC? Because people are going to say the Saints, the Packers, the Seahawks. Who is the best team in the NFC? Because we know the AFC. I mean, yeah, it's the Steelers, but they're kind of the most under-impressive 11-0 team that I've seen. But who's the best team in the NFC? Oh, that's that's a hard question. (laughs) Um, I'd probably put it on the Saints right now. I mean... They're on an eight-game winning streak, and it's kind of hard to do that in, in the NFL in today's All right, so the so most just, important question is who is gonna who is gonna win the Super Bowl, and why is it not gonna be the Kansas City Chiefs and 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 overhyped Patrick Mahomes boy? So I can't wow. take the Chiefs because I mean, like honestly, like I don't. I mean. No, I mean, I you like can, you can pick the Chiefs if you want to. Oh, no, okay, hold but. on, hold on. I, I really like what the Steelers 
Steelers are doing. And, and in all honesty, the Browns may actually shock some people, too. They have come out of nowhere and have really gotten together as a team. And then that team unity right now, is, is, it may carry them a little farther into the playoffs. Savannah, you are, you are a great person. And there are so many people that deserve nice things in Cleveland. Wow. People in Cleveland has been suffering for far too long. No, 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 nothing good Brown since Jim Brown and Bill Belichick. You know, nothing good for the Indians in a billion years. You know, Cavs, Cavs don't count because, you know, they, they had to have help of a suspension. And and you know what? People, people are, are sick of Mahomes talk. Too much Mahomes talk. Oh you know, Drew Brees oh has gone a billion God. years without a ring. Russell Wilson has gone too long without a ring. You know, Aaron Rodgers has gone way too long without a ring. So, I think anybody else but the Chiefs. If, if you had to tell me to bet to bet $1,000 on Chiefs or the field, I'm taking the field. Oh, man, it's going to be tough to lose that $1,000, man. It's going to gonna hurt you really in the long run, man. Listen, ain't nobody beating the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are the real deal, and we about to see a Chiefs dynasty. It's the Chiefs kingdom, and we just living in it, man. You know, we just we just living in the Chiefs dynasty. It's the Chiefs world, and we're just paying the rent. That's how it is. I mean, it ain't the Patriots anymore. It ain't the Bucks. Like as much as I would love for I would love for the Steelers to pull the biggest upset because I would I I will root for the Steelers. But I, I just don't see it. And I really do want the Steelers to w- win the Super Bowl this year. But I, I just don't see it. Like, it's, it's really going to be the Chiefs and that's it. Well, I mean, I'll admit. I mean, like, my NFL knowledge is, is kind of there. But I'm more of the col- psychologist where it's at for me. But I'd love to see the Steelers do something, too. I mean, it's coming from somebody who's a past fan who has enjoyed the Patriots winning as much as they have. Like, seeing the Chiefs do it wouldn't be nearly as satisfying. So... I'm going with the Steelers. And, oh, no, and I, I, I hope so. I, I do hope the Steelers do win, but I, 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 I want the Steelers to prove me wrong, but when they, how they played against Baltimore, it just doesn't make me feel good about it. Well, that just shows how hard it is to stay undefeated in the NFL right now, I think. Uh, it's all yeah. about, it's not how pretty the wins are, it's about getting it up. That's true. It's all Hold on enough, one man. second. Hold on one second. Why not? But on, on a side note, I just got distracted HD stuff over here. But uh, watching this Alabama LSU game, LSU just literally like tackled Najee Harris in the ball. Bless his heart, he's like he's, he's oh down. My. Oh my God! He got uh, he got, he got tackled in the, in the places where you should not get tackled in. Mhm. And it was like, in my opinion, it's it, they led with his head. So I'm like, how you know is that, why is that not targeted? See, you know what's weird too about James is he's he's not even a Chiefs fan, and he talks about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs more than his own New York Giants because he is a New York Giants he's fan. A Giants fan. But but it's just weird though because he he does talk more about the Chiefs and Mahomes than than the Giants. Why is that, James? Why why do you talk more about another team than your own team? Are you ashamed of your team? Are you not really a giant fan? Are, are, are you a fraud? What's going on here? What's the deal, James? First off, I love how I love how like we just switched this on to me when all I'm doing is talking about how great Mahomes is. 
Like, like you know, I'm a Mahomes, I'm a Mahomes fan. Like, listen, I am a Giants fan, and I do want the Giants. I do want the Giants to win. I'd be listen if if, if Mahomes played against the Giants, I'm gonna root for the Giants. It's just I admire greatness. I love greatness, and when I see greatness, I admire them. Like I admire Kobe. I admire I admire like Durant, except for now he's with the Brooklyn Nets, and that upsets me. But I admire I greatness. Didn't miss LeBron either, though. Nah, we don't. We don't. We you don't. want to know the it's difference about? See, now I like y'all even more. See, I'm not a big. See, I'm not a LeBron fan see, at all. I'm the only reason I love Kobe. I, I, the I difference about Kobe though. Kobe was in the NBA a billion years before his greatness got mentioned. Mahomes has only been in the league for four to five years, and already there is too much. There is too much on Mahomes. Too much. Way too much. You you even are so crazy enough to say if, if, if Patrick Mahomes is on the Jacksonville Jaguars, he's gonna he's gonna have success. That's how crazy Mahomes gets people. It makes him say stupid stuff like that. Yeah, he ain't good enough to be put in the same category as Kobe, though. Oh, absolutely not. He's he's not he's not even good enough to be mentioned as with the Brady category. Kobe is like Mamba. Like long live Kobe forever. Like for for me, it's just like listen. Kobe Bryant is the goat. Just like to me, he's my goat. He's my goat. Mm -hmm. When I watch basketball. Because I didn't remember seeing Jordan play because when Jordan was in his prime, I wasn't born yet. And when the time that I remember watching basketball, Jordan was on the Wizards. And I'm like, did they call him the GOAT? They call this old man the GOAT? Please, okay. Humor me. Kobe was my GOAT. Kobe was, to me, my Jordan. So Kobe, to me, is the GOAT. LeBron James can win six titles with the Lakers, can win three more titles with the Lakers. And now, to me, Kobe is still, still better. Kobe's still mm-hmm. better. This Kobe's game, the way Kobe carried himself, because Kobe didn't act like a little punk and ran away from his team to go to South Bend because he couldn't win. Kobe, exactly. Kobe, Kobe went on head on and said, yes, man, I'm going to roll with whoever I got. And, and then mm-hmm. it was up to the front office to put the team around him. LeBron wants to be GM, coach, owner. He wants everything. I'm like, that's not how this works. That is not how this works. And now some of the players in the league now are starting to be like, listen, we're going to beat you. And then people got that mentality like, you know, we don't, we, we don't fear you. Like when Kobe stepped on the court, you feared him. You don't fear LeBron. You respect him, but you don't fear him. Like you see, and this is how I know that this is how I know that LeBron, like as good as he is, he's good. We're not saying he stinks. There's a different level. When Kobe took the court, you were fearful. You were like, oh crap. When LeBron took the court, you're like, all right, well, you know, he's good. You know, he beats me. He beats me. Cool. Keep him moving. That's the difference. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, I was born in 95, so I got to watch all of Jordan's stuff through just YouTubing and everything like that. So I appreciate Jordan in a sense of that way, but Kobe was the same way for me. Like, I've always loved Kobe Bryant since I was little. It's always Kobe. I always wanted to be Mamba with Kobe. And so I 100%. 100%. And James, I'm so glad you did the Kobe and 
Jordan comparison because it it leads to a point of you're always talking about on on podcast episodes how Mahomes is the baby goat and he's going to be the goat goat but you are alive sir you were alive and I like how y'all DM me to follow Paige yeah she's she's Mm. she's she's a Uh, great 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 golf account my point um you got to watch all of Tom Brady's career and one day when you're when you're 40 plus 50 plus years old and people are going around saying Mahomes is the GOAT you better damn well say well you know that Tom Brady boy he 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 was the GOAT because if you say this for Kobe versus Jordan you better damn well say this for Brady to Mahomes. If not, you look like a hypocrite, sir. Okay. Well, okay. Before Brady, everyone said Montana was the GOAT. I never saw Montana play. So, uh, I'm not describing Montana. Montana was, at that point, the best to ever do it because he went 4-0. When Tom Brady took the field and just shattered, like, everything, Brady became... To me, when Brady became the when you know how to me when Brady became the goat, the comeback against the comeback against Atlanta made me realize he was the goat. No, because I knew Brady was when Brady made when Brady beat Seattle. I was just like, damn, because I thought more Seattle lost that game more than New England won that game. Because all Seattle had to do was just hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch and the game was over. So Seattle technically blew that game. When when Tom Brady beat Atlanta, GOAT. 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 The greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. That's how you become a GOAT is when you do it in the biggest stage. When the brights are light. That's when Brady's like the GOAT. And yes... Brady is the GOAT, and I said this earlier when we were talking about it. Brady is the GOAT. I'm not shaking anywhere away from him. My homeboy, Alex, my homeboy, man. My homeboy is good. <laughs> my homeboy is good. I, I love him Patrick, my homeboy. But Brady is the GOAT until Mahomes. James is a Mahomes addict. Mahomes. He, he needs help, Savannah. He needs help. <laughs> Savannah, Mahomes is good. Mahomes has a wild to break those records. Yeah, but he may not ever break them. Yeah. But that, that's what I Mahomes. say. Mahomes ain't winning five more championships. It's not going to happen. Are you no, sure? I, yeah, I, I just don't know. It's just like there's I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, y'all check coach of Kansas City is not Bill Belichick, and I'm, Bill Belichick is one of the huge, biggest reasons Tom Brady's as good as he is. Yeah, 
And there's no way Andy Reid is coaching another 20 years either, too. That's also not happening, by the way. <laughs> I like Andy, but Andy is not. Bill. You kind of do realize that Andy, that, that Andy Reid is a big reason why Mahomes is how he is, man. Andy Reid. Oh, Andy yeah. got a contract they extension. They'll change that. Bill Belichick will forever be one of the greatest coaches. Of course, Bill Belichick is the greatest coach ever. Like, there is nothing, there is nothing any coach can do that will top Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time, and it's not even close. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm personally glad that Andy Reid finally got that monkey off his back that he can't win the big game. And I'm so happy for him. I like Andy Reid. I'm not just, you know, like, I'm not being rude about Andy. I like Andy, but I'm just, you know, Bill, Bill. I know. <laughs> I'll throw y'all, I'll throw y'all an even bigger loop here. I know we're just okay. on football and stuff, but as big of a Pats fan as I am, my dog's name is Champ Haley. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You know, I, is it because Champ Bailey went to Georgia? Yes, I know. <laughs> Yeah. See, I get a pass that way. You know, I always got the fact that Champ went to, went to Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of figured it was like, there, there had to be a UGA connection. There had to be a UGA connection. He so, was almost uh, named Gronk, though. I will say he's almost named Gronk, but we went with Champ instead. Well, well, Champ is a very good name. You know, who who doesn't like to be a champ? Um, Being, being that you're a woman and you're a big sports fan, who are some of your role models? That that you looked up to Ooh. growing up and now. Um, I've always like ever since I was little, I've always wanted to be the next Aaron Andrews. Love Aaron Andrews. She's somebody who I will look up to regardless of what outlet she's in. I think she's a positive person regardless of what gets thrown at her way. Maria Taylor is always somebody that I've all loved. I got to meet her while I was at college because she's a UGA grad as well, and she just gave you know some awesome advice about sticking to your guns and, and trusting yourself. And so that's always been stuck in my pocket. Uh, Jamie Erdahl, I got to meet Jamie doing my broadcast class. She came and spoke to us when she was covering a Georgia game. And um, she she was also very big about getting experience in every single nook and cranny of the industry. That's always been taken away in my heart anyway because she, was, she came from little to nothing. She literally had no chance of making it on ESPN, and she worked her tail off to get where she is. So those those three, and then I'd also throw in Laura Rutledge just because I love Laura's personality and the way that she presents herself on camera, on the SEC Network, in front of – she is, you know, she does her thing, and she earned, has earned her respect from Tim Tebow, Paul Feinbaum, and Paul. I love that Paul is her daughter's god godfather, so – yeah, those four ladies right there are my probably the biggest influence on me. Laura Rutledge is great, especially every Saturday, and and I'm not sure, but I assume that's her daughter of Baby Reese picking the little football helmet yeah, for 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 who, who she wants to win. That's that's probably one of the greatest videos I look forward to seeing every week. And I love that the SEC Network embraced her motherhood and did not try to like make her take a ton of time off. She took whatever time she needed to, but then when she got back, they embraced it and, you know, really allowed her to flourish with her. And, and like you said, her baby Reese picking the different helmets every week is something I tune into just because I want to know what that precious little baby picked. <laughs> and, 
and it's and it's so funny that you mentioned the time away because just either today or yesterday, L. Duncan was like was like, oh, I can't wait for these next two months to be away from work and relax. She she, she's a horse and she deserves it. And uh, so many great women that work for ESPN, so many. I gotta say that before I get to like my rapid fire, I gotta say that Savannah people, I'm so glad for people like you that are in the industry and you look at all these great, wonderful women out there because we definitely need more women in sports. Women belong in sports. I cannot stress this enough. Women belong in sports. And if anyone doesn't understand it, then, then they don't get it. And we're not just saying this for cheap plugs. We're not saying it to be cool. We're saying it because women belong in sports. And that's been our tagline since we started our podcast. And that's why we support women in sports. Um, we, uh, I appreciate it because there's not a ton of men that will just openly do it. Like, they'll take up free on Twitter occasionally and stuff, but the fact that there are men out there that are they're advocating to, be, to put more women in, into this industry is, is huge for us because without the help of men, we wouldn't be able to get nearly anywhere. And I'm not I'm not so feminist in the sense of, you know, no men, no men. No, I, I know I can learn more from men in football than I can from another woman. And so I, I appreciate it. Because I go and sit and I watch film with the high school coaches that I cover down here in Brunswick, Georgia. Like, they teach me things. And they teach me things that a woman wouldn't be able to do because women aren't necessarily allowed to play football all everywhere in the United States. Like, it takes a, it takes a, a football coach to really go out on a limb and do that. And I understand why, because of injuries and such. But the fact that these high school coaches take the time and teach me the X's and O's or, or something that I'll never forget either. So we I, we women do appreciate the men who take up for us and advocate for women in sports because, like you said, we we, do, we deserve it. We can do it just as well as y'all. And we make things better because we, have, we bring that little bit of a passion to it and we bring, you know, that just extra, I don't know. We just, we, 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 we should be here. <laughs> and, and, and especially because there's, there's Coach Kelly on the Browns. There's the coach for Washington. There's a couple of refs now. There's there's Katie on the 49ers. You know, so when you see when you see stuff like that, and and you know, a couple weeks ago we saw the first ever all black referee crew, which means I I think we're a year or two away from seeing the first female you know, ref crew, and mm-hmm. the, the more women that graduate from college, that we're, you know, I also want to get away from where women are just not sideline reporters. Put them in the booth also. Let them call a Thursday night football game. Let them call a Monday night football game. Let them call Sunday night. You know, you know more, we, need, we need more. And, and hey, maybe one day we will get a woman to play in one of the major four sports. I think that would be the ultimate achievement because we already have a woman leading the Miami Marlins. She's the general manager. So I I think within six years we'll 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 have something like that. Love to see it for sure. Absolutely. Now 
I like to end this with some rapid fire. So we're going to do this, you know, a little bit of college edition. So I'm going to ask you some rapid fire, some college, some not. And then we're going to, you're going to give me some quick answers, okay, Savannah? Okay, I'm going to do my best. <laughs> All right, first starting with the basics. Um, what, what, um, what is, what is the biggest thing that Georgia needs to improve if they want to be a, a, a contender again? Uh, well, quarterback play, one hundred percent. JT Daniels is now there, but without him, I don't know that Georgia would have the offense. Georgia is literally a quarterback away from the national championship, in my opinion. Is Notre Dame overrated or underrated? Overrated as hell. Ooh, loving. Now. Um, do you think do you think Clemson will beat Notre Dame in the rematch in the ACC title? One hundred percent. Trevor Lawrence has a vengeance out. He wants he wants revenge for sure. Are the Miami Hurricanes a, a, one of the more surprising teams in the ACC? No, uh, they should be performing every year. Oh, I like that. I like that. Um, if Al, um, um, is Matt Jones going to be a good? Uh, as well. So check me out and follow me. 
I'm a good follower, if I do say so. <laughs> I think you are. And well said, well, Savannah, thanks for coming on. Good luck with your Bulldogs. And uh, yeah, man, um, thank you again for coming on and giving us a moment of your time. Hey, I appreciate it. I had a blast talking football and sports with y'all. So have me on anytime y'all want. Yes, ma'am. Take awesome. care. All right, go ahead. So I want to give our boy, Julian Gillardi, because he tweeted, can someone make a move in MLB? I'm so bored. And then Rachel Lugo retweeted, become an agent and you won't be bored. And the fact that Rachel, Rachel, Rachel um, Luba retweeted our boy Julian Gillardi, that is awesome. Rachel, you are a star. You are a star. We love you out here in these streets. Rachel, I'm so sorry James is illiterate. I don't know how you can confuse Lubo from Luba. I, I don't even know how that's physically or literally possible. But it's Rachel Luba. She just signed Yasiel Puig a couple weeks ago. He's now going to play on the same team as Gary Sanchez. So get ready for that. Um... She does a weekly podcast with Jessica Kleinschmidt called Corked Up. Make sure you, make sure y'all listen to that. Jessica Kleinschmidt also does her own podcast called called I I, th- I think Bach Talk. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, but again, Rachel's superstar client is Trevor Bauer, and she also has a client who is, if not the youngest. One of the youngest pitching coaches in Major League Baseball. He's on the Reds. And, again, we mentioned this last week, but she is on the Forbes 30 under 30. She's 20 years old. And hearing the episode of Corked Up today, she didn't even know. She wasn't even planning on submitting herself. So someone recommended her. Maybe it was Bauer. Who knows? Um, but, you know, so, so she was going to wait till she was 29 and y'all, you know, I, I can tell you exactly what she said on Corked Up because that's how good my memory is, but I want y'all to make sure y'all listen to, to, to the Corked Up. It's the latest episode. Um, so there's that, but just, it's, it's, it's fun, you know, you know, pretty much. There's only, right now, it could change. So, right now, there's only four more days for the rest of December to where we're not having a guest. So, unless that changes again, you know, our last podcast of 2020 will be December 29th. Because, along with this guy, James, and Julian, and another one of our friends, we're going to be spending New Year's Eve... You know, on a little mini vacation. And for the people that say, but it's COVID. Yes, we will be masked up in the areas we need to be. We'll be socially distanced. We'll be responsible. But we're also entitled to have fun if you do it safe. You know, not, not everybody needs to stay in the house. As long as people are doing social distancing, maxed up, sanitizing, you can hang out. You can do things. You just have to be responsible um i actually watched two christmas movies today movies that i've seen time and again and again and again elf 
Everyone knows it. Everyone heard of it. Great Will Ferrell vehicle. Hilarious. Santa, he came! Just, 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 just from start to finish. You are an angry elf. Call me elf one more time. Call me elf one more time. I have three houses. I, I have wives. Call me elf one more time. You are an angry elf. And the man just jumps over the table and goes to kill. Goes to damn well near kill, buddy. And there was the second one is my second Chevy Chase movie, and that's Snow Day. Who does not love Snow Day? Fantastic. And if you haven't seen Snow Day or Elf, it means you, you're a little child or you've been in the cave all these years. But Snow Day is basically just as the title is. Kids have a Snow Day, and they spend the whole Snow Day to stop Chris Elliott, the Snowplow Man. Because they want two snow days in a row. They have never had two snow days in a row. In a row. The brother spends the whole day trying to get the attention of the girl who was in Entourage. And he played the girlfriend of E. So, I know her name is Emmanuel. But um, her last name starts with the C. She's she's a very good actress, and the dad spends the whole day avoiding stupid weatherman outfits because he is a star. But there's some other guy who's who's faking his way to the top. He's become the number one weatherman just because he looks good and and he steals horses. So you never want to do that in life. Um. Baseball winter meetings is next week. You know, it's it's something that I know Julian and Bobby would have been uh down there for. And you know earlier they put a joke a joke tweet of you know them being at the hotel. So I want and, and I went along with that, even though I know damn well near they're not in Dallas. But I want no one to ruin their fun. If they want to act as if they're there, let, let them act as if they're there. Don't say, oh, you're corny. Don't, don't say you're a fake wannabe reporter. Don't, don't say any of that. Don't be mad because they have goals and they're trying to kill out. And also, these past couple days, Julian and Bobby put out the most podcast episodes. It's like four or five of them in, in the past week. Normally, normally they've just been doing once a week, twice a week. But a lot of good, two two good baseball ones, two good football ones. So please, please check it out. And don't don't be corny. Don't be lame. Let people have inspirations. Let. Let people chase their dream, goddammit. Absolutely. And one of the guys that Julian Bobby had on is going to be on our show soon um, on the 17th. That's right, Ryan. Very, very talented. You know, just, just, just going back from the interview, he was supposed to have his first year being able to be in the locker room. You know, he got to interview Sony Michelle. Um, and... He sounds like a smart kid. He sounds intelligent. 
I'm actually really excited. I mean, I mean, for the most part, I enjoy all our guests. You know, from the minute to when I slide into the DM, from from the minute they they reply, from the minute I I put the, I put it in the calendar. Um, but there there are some in the few again to where I'm like, okay, this would be interesting, but it, but you know, eh. And then there are some. Well, you know what? I'm really excited. And and after hearing, you know, I always love talking Patriots. So, so we could talk Patriots with him, a little baseball with him. But he, after hearing him talk to Julian and Bobby, he sounds smart. He's he's determined. He's goal-oriented. He, he knows what he's doing. He works for SB Nation. And uh, you know what? It's, 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 it's going to be great. I agree. I totally, I totally agree. It's going to be fantastic. And again, before, and I know I said this um, the other day, but I'm going to say it again. Um, Alan, Han, thank you for everything you've done on the ESPN New York Airways, especially with you and Bart. But this, this is a big league for you. January 5th, guys. So no longer will Bart and Han just do New York sports, guys. They're going to be doing, they're going to be on the nationwide. They're, you can catch them on ESPN News from 12 to 2. So they're not going to be talking New York sports. They're going to be talking everything. And this is big. And I got to give, I got to give, I got to give Alan all the props, man. Listen, you, everyone knows that when you, see, when, you, when you see me call ESPN radio, especially ESPN New York, I always call Barton Hahn. Always have. Always will. I, I, I sprinkle in Rothenberg in the media here and there, but I always call Alan. And Alan, this is your big break. You're still going to be doing Knicks coverage, unfortunately for you. And Bart, you're still going to be doing Jets coverage, unfortunately for you as well. But thank, but this is a big, this is big for you. And we here at the Sports News are happy for you, and we're glad that you're going to be on bigger things and taking taking your show to the big leagues. Now you're on ESPN Radio. Also, it was brought to my, even though I might have seen this, but it was brought to my attention by the great Steve Brzezinski that my boy, Pots and Pans, my man, the man who knows that no one cares about hockey, the star, Craig Carden. They talked about doing something like this on the radio the other day, but I didn't think they were serious. But he went to the park, I guess, near his house. With, with with his youngest son Anthony, who did a great play by play by the way. So you'll have to check out the video. But Craig Carden and 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 I'm gonna assume it's in one kick, but maybe it wasn't. But that that's not the point. He kicked a forty yard field goal. And he made it. And 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 and, and, and it, 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 it was a good kicking field goal. Like he was a professional. And Peter Rosenberg. And a professional. Practice. Arena. With 10 attempts. At a 20 yard. Field goal. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. So my man. Pots and Pants. Mr. Craig Carden. The. The. The person everybody loves to hate just said, All y'all, I'm 50 plus years old and I'm athletic. So I want to call out ESPN New York right now because y'all guys have a lot of athletic studs. 
you got Chris Kenny. You got Bar Scott. You know, you got a uh, Rick DiPietro. Rick DiPietro. You know, you know, you know, you got athletic guys. And you know what? If you want to use the board up guys too, if you want to use RJ, if you want to use Brian, if you want to use Gunling, if 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 and you, Jake. If, if, if and you Jake. want to use JJ, the guy who killed Charlie K, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, do it. Because Craig Carden from the fan, you know, he started this. So ESP Newark, let's see what you got. Let's see, let's see what y'all got. First, first things first, um, it's actually pretty cool that his son recorded that, so I gotta give him props for that. That's actually pretty dope. Secondly, I listen, I gotta give Craig, first of all, I gotta give Craig, this is what I actually res- respect about Craig, Craig, because we talked yesterday about how WEI was douchebags to him, and then now he demands just bombing field goals like it's nothing. Like, I, I gotta give him props for that. Like, this man, I, I give Craig all the props in the world. This man takes everything on the sleeve, doesn't care, and they know he does on, on his day off. I'm gonna just drill a 40 yard field goal. Just bomb it. And, it's, and listen, maybe it was three tries, maybe it was four, but you know, I'll take it for face value. I will take it for face value. The man who, who just bombed a 40 yard field goal. That's impressive because Roseburg couldn't even make a 20-yard field goal. But my man just bombed a 40-yard field goal. And he's a 50-year-old man. And Rosenberg is just barely going to be 40 soon. So you tell me a guy who's 40 years old couldn't make a 20-yard field goal, but a 50-year-old guy can just bomb 40-yard field goals? Come on, Rosenberg. You're slacking. You are slacking. It's bad enough you root for a football team with no name. You can't even make a 20-yard field goal. Rosenberg, you are repugnant, as you like to say. And you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed. You should be eating salad, you fat little jerk. It's it's shameful, man. I mean, listen. I, I, and I hope that this, and I hope, and I'll make the tweet on Monday, because I want you to see it when you go on the K-Show. You bet. I was like, how are you a man, 40 years old, can't even make a 20-yarder, but some random Oh, they got to talk about it. They have to. They have to. And if they don't talk about it, even though, even though, now I'm taping the K-Show, you know what? I'm going to call up, man. I'm going to call up, maybe, and and say, listen, what y'all think about, at least over 45, maybe, maybe he's not 50 yet. At least over 45, Craig Carden kicking a 40-yard field goal. And another reason why I don't want people to shit on him, okay? Let's assume it's not the first attempt, right? Because he he had to have stretched, and I'm pretty sure he did warm-up kicks. But the point that it's a 40-yard field goal. There are professional kickers who have a problem making 40-yard field goals. And, and then again... Peter Rosenberg is younger than him. He was in a professional, professional setting. You damn well know near he's stretching. He had warm-up kicks too. And he was only kicking it from 20. And also, again, let's let's make this make better on Craigie. He was away for, for a whole year plus in jail. I mean, 
it's it's not like he was practicing stuff like this all the time. You know? So Exactly. You know. I gotta give I give major props. And again, before we get out of here, just remember our last, you said it before, our last show is the twenty ninth. That's our last show. So we're going to be doing a giveaway show. Giveaway? giveaway. Why do we got a giveaway stuff for, man? What's wrong with you? Listen, 2020 has been a terrible year. It has been awful. It has been dreadful. So I figured in our last show of the year, because, you know, we're going to be taking a mini vacation, we need to give something to the people. What are we giving away? We we can't tell people yet. Aww. But they want to know, man. We got to tease it. We gotta tease it. We gotta let the people. Want. I'm sorry, guys. Blame James. He's being mean to y'all. He 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 don't want y'all to have nice things. Listen, y'all get your nice things, but you gotta earn the nice things. We 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 we, we, we can't just 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 randomly. Once we once we, once we get closer to the date, then we're gonna tell you. We're gonna tell you how you can win this cool giveaway. It's our way of giving good stuff to you. Because 2020 has been a terrible year, a year from hell, but we want to give you all nice things. So this way, you know what? Maybe you can go out 2020 with the bank. How about that? And do you got your Christmas movie for tomorrow? Yes, I do. It's a classic movie, and I've seen it over and over again. I'm going to be watching Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. That is such a great one. And and you you don't have to watch two like I did. I just cho- yeah. cho- chose to watch two. If you want to watch two, you're more than welcome to. But uh, Grandma got run over by the reindeer. Just by just by you even saying that, I remember how the whole movie went. So there are some Christmas mo- movies where you know I don't watch yearly because I've. I just know it, but like movies like Elf and Snow Day, they're so funny to where, you know, and even sometimes throughout the year, I'll watch these movies too, but there are certain movies on Christmas, the month of December, I just watch, you know, again, and the one movie I always say for Christmas Day is because on TBS... They run it the whole day. And that's a Christmas story. And Christmas story, Christmas story 2, that sucked. You know, some stuff cannot be remade. Just like Jingle All The Way 2 sucked. Just like so many people are bashing Netflix for Selena. And it's not that the woman that plays Selena is ugly, because she's smoking hot. She's beautiful. But apparently from the skin tone, you know, they, they, they didn't do her properly. And, and, and again, if, if you're not Hispanic, you know, just shut your mouth, man. Let, let people complain. Let, let, let people be angry. And, and another thing, and, and, and this is maybe... Me hypocriticizing myself a little bit. But people got to stop getting hyped about a Gary Sanchez bomb. 
Oh my god, listen. It oh, is okay. it is Winter League Dominican <sighs> League Baseball. I want to see a homeboy do this in October and for 120 games in 2021. I do not care that that he had an RBI against our Alberta Brave. I do not care that he hit a home run against Domingo Herman. Just, 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 how, how coincidence is that? He's getting hits off the Yankee pitchers. Against Yankee. Against Yankee You know great. what I'm saying? That's, that's actually pretty funny. That's actually pretty funny. People not realizing that. He's hitting so, off of a guy. Wait, he's hitting off of a guy that basically was suspended for a year. And a guy who's supposedly one of our top prospects. Supposedly one of our top pitching prospects. Come on. And, Come on. And, and also, too, what sucks about that. it is they have so much pressure because they can't hit Gary. So it's like, so it's like they kind of almost have to let him get a hit because if God forbid one of them hits Gary, right? If if he gets hit by another pitcher, or all right, you know that's that that's part of the risk you take, right? But if a yeah. Yankee pitcher hits Gary Sanchez or another Yankee hitter, that's that's not great. That's 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 one thousand percent not what you want. That's 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 not what you envision. But listen. We like people to chase dreams. Um, we like people to achieve their goals. We like respect for women. We like respect for everybody. But the main reason why me and James specifically preach respect for women. Because, especially in the sports industry, too many of them get disrespected. Too many of them get treated like shit. There are still men to, to this day that think all women are good for Doing the dishes, doing the laundry, bed for making babies, or massages, or some stuff like that. That's there are certain groups of men that think all women are for, for or cheering. Oh, I I'm watching this game because of his butt. Look at that athletic guy's butt. He is cute. That's why I'm a fan of that team, and that's not true. I, I bet you I, I can make a list of 30 women on Twitter or an Instagram that know more about that particular sport than you do. So it has to stop. Me as a white man, I'm sick of white privilege. And I'm sure there's been times where me being white got me out of something too. Okay? But maybe that was at an age I hope that I, I didn't think about this stuff right yet. Um... But it has to stop. You know, my my best buddy and my co-host partner, my podcast partner, is black. If that was James in that video, it's sad. To, it's sad that I'm even saying this right now. He's probably dead. If he's not dead, he's really hurt. So, he's fighting for his life. And, uh, I gotta stop. So, persons, a person is a person. Whether you're black, Hispanic, white, Indian, Asian, it has to stop. And the reason why I use James as an example, because it's true. And James, I'm sure you can speak to the people. I'm sure when you 
you see a cop pull you over, I'm 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 sure you get a little scared, right? Yeah. Um. When a cop pulls me over, I not gonna lie, I I pray and I just I pray that I'm able to make it out alive. I'm I'm praying, and I'm not trying to stereotype because I know there are really good cops out there. They are fantastic cops out there in the world, but. I I would start, I get I get scared a little bit I get a sinking feeling in my stomach that I may or may not make it out and you know if I have to send a text to all my friends saying guys I get pulled over I may or may not make it out alive and some people might think I'm joking but in this day and but in this day and world it's actually serious but Nick if I got the bit I get pulled over. And I text you, yo, I got pulled over. I might not make it. Well, thankfully, God forbid we have not come to this situation yet. But I'm telling you right now, whatever bit of white privilege and resources I have, and I have a lot of them, I have a lot of them, James will be out of that jail, and James will be a millionaire. With, within the year, I'll make sure that cop loses his badge. I'll make sure serious things happen, so nobody ever fuck with somebody I care about. You know if exactly. so, but it shouldn't. It shouldn't have to come to that. If James is doing something wrong, okay, let him get arrested. But why does the gun have to be pulled? And it's just coinc- it's too coincidentally that it's coming with a white cop pulling the gun. Now, if it was always a black cop against a black person, you can't cry racist. You can't. You know, but you can say black on black crime is bad they, too. They, it's also bad. Well, yeah, but it's less. You know. I'm 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 pretty sure if, if 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 someone dug up the numbers, it's more white versus black than black on black. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't have the numbers on me, you, so you I know, can't really say. But I'm just saying, I'm, I'm that's saying someone so, someone who can take the time and do that. Someone who can truly take the time and do that. If I had to bet a thousand dollars, I'm sure, especially over these last ten years. I'm sure it's more white on black than than black on black or minority and, min, and, and minority. So that's that that's also the bad part of it. But um, I'm not sure who James is picking tomorrow. I don't know who I'm picking tomorrow. We're tied, and we're coming yes. down to the last past couple of weeks. So we'll we'll find out who's gonna be paying for Yankee game. And I and I'll and I'll be honest, I won't I won't tell Nick who I'm picking till literally tomorrow because I really don't know who I'm picking to be honest with you. That's crazy. So, well, guys, as always, listen, Savannah, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you, you know. And lastly. Thank you all for listening to us. And 2020 has been a drag, but we're going to do some nice things for y'all. So anyways, that's our show. 
And we'll be back again tomorrow. Take it easy, y'all.